Welcome to another episode of Thanks Divorce, where we discuss the lessons, the awakenings, and the gruesome beauty of going through a divorce. And I'm your host, Janine Bell. Hey there, and welcome back. What you're about to hear is a conversation between two friends. I invited my good friend Malika Cumby on the show to chat about divorce and then her work with her company, NYC Love House and her road to sexual freedom and liberation and all the things. So we're just gabbing, I hope you enjoy it. I ask her questions just to pull out the gems and the information that she knows and that she lives by just so it's recorded somewhere. So enjoy. All right, today I am here with, full disclosure, a really good friend of mine. Her name is Malika Cumby, and she's the owner of NYC Love House. You will hear more about it later, and there's a link to it in the show notes. Welcome, Malika. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Hello. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm feeling wonderful. Yeah, you look wonderful. Thank you. Okay, so just a backstory about us. Malika and I met through a mutual friend and have been like fast friends since then. We found out we have a lot in common as far as like being moms and our philosophy about motherhood, some of those things like, intertwine. Um, and we're also both divorcees. She's actually been like a, uh, what is it called? Like a mentor in my head for the process. Cause she's been through it and I'm like going through it. All right, so Malika, um, Tell me, tell us, I already know, but like tell the listeners your divorce profile. Like how long ago were you married? When did you divorce? Did you have children together? Et cetera, et cetera. Like let us know where you are. Okay. Um, I got married in 2006. Uh, We were together for nine and a half years in total. And we've been divorced for a little over 10 years. So, like, I met him when I was 17, and I got divorced around, like, when I was, like, 27. And I'm now 38. (laughs) So, um, yeah. What was the other question? Did you have children? Oh, we had no children, because he was, like, my child. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me stop. Um, uh, I do have a child right now. Uh, She is seven, or almost seven, and I had a child after I got divorced. Yeah. Okay, two things. And I and I, I'm just teasing it out because I know this part, but I want you to kind of go in a little a little bit about um one, he was like a like your child. And <laughs> <laughs> just talk a little bit about that. A little smidge. Shots fired. Not even. Like I don't even want to go there, but like just because it might be a shared experience with people yeah. listening. And then having a child afterward as a as a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so tell a little bit about that dynamic. Okay, so I got married at 22, and we met when I was 17, and I feel like it was, he's like three years older than me, and I feel like we were little kids. (laughs) Like, we were literally uh, just, you know, we both had, I feel like, not so great parent um, home situations, and I feel like we were drawn to each other by trauma. Mm. And I think that... um, once we got married, I feel like, oh, I guess maybe what kept things kind of healthy for a while was that we wasn't living together. And then within a year, we were living together, got married, and was like just doing a lot of grown-up things. <laughs> like bought a home, all these different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
so when we moved in together, I feel like I started to uh, see a side of him that, like, maybe, like, the adult me when I was young, the adult me, I would have saw it as a a red flag. Like, oh, my God, you get into bar fights? (laughs) Like, you know, like, oh, my God, you don't know how to control your anger, you know? Like, the 17-year-old, the 22-year-old, me, like, pushed it to the side. Like, oh, he's just, he was just mad. (laughs) Like, you know? (laughs) So when we got together, a year of living together, I feel like I quickly saw like, oh, that is really an issue. <laughs> like you have some issues regarding like how to cope with anger. And those things were kind of um, like brought out and also became clear. And it was like also sometimes directed towards me. Mm. And I immediately was like, oh, I'm not having kids with you. <laughs> decidedly yeah but I feel like I I still took on I took on like a mom role like I took on like this like I deeply love you and I'm gonna support you in figuring out your mental support you know like Mm. mental health Mm -hmm. and like and he was not in ownership of it at all you know but I was like I'm just gonna support him and Mm -hmm. like you don't break up your marriage you know whatever yeah and that, to me, affected everything in the marriage. It affected sex. It affected, like, I, I feel like in high, and at the time of doing it, I didn't know I was taking on, like, a mommy role. But in hindsight, I was like, oh, I'm taking on a mommy role. Like, yeah. I don't even feel, you know, it, it affects sex. Like, I'm just, like, going mm-hmm. through the motions. Mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm doing my duties. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know? But I'm not really here because I no longer feel and maybe sometimes okay so maybe some of these incidents may happen like twice in a year Mm -hmm. and let's just say you know it might be like slamming something down or like just scary rage Mm -hmm. rage things that isn't really handled in a way that's healthy it would be a memory for me for the whole year (laughs) like I would be like and to me I feel like it affected intimacy. It affected how I felt safe. And I didn't know, I didn't have words for mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah. And just, we did four years of like, I stayed for four years after the first incident and I was still married. And it was like, oh, but that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to fight for mm-hmm. your marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no rule book. There's yeah. No, yeah. So, okay. little Malika. Yeah. <laughs> If I could go back. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Okay. You know, I was like, oh, I, my future kid can't see this. But what about you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> run! <laughs> but I was like, no, you know, I, you know, and that's also things that I feel like I went through talking about in therapy. Mm. Like how, in some ways, you know, let's say, well, for me, I feel like I was primed for that. You know, like mm. I had a dad who, you know, you know, some people, my sister disinterprets it as grumpy. <laughs> nice but way. I was just like, oh, I could deal with this because mm. my dad has an anger issue. Like yeah. things that, you know, you're just like primed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for this abuse, you know. And I mean, you just said like your traumas were like magnets to each other. So yeah. You're primed because you grew up right around that. Yeah. Um, so... So thank you for that, because <laughs> I feel like you know that that could be something relatable. Any any part of what you just said could be relatable to, to someone else listening. So so you so you leave, it's over, um, yeah. and 
you know, fast forward two years later, there is NYC Love House. And, <laughs> but what Ooh. I know, but what I have known and experienced, and, you know, NYC Love House is relatively new. Yeah. But it's been in the making for a very long time. Uh-huh. Um, with life experience. It finally, it finally has, like, a name and a home. Right. Um, so, my experience with NYC, you can tell me if you want to put it, like, encapsulate what NYC Love House is. Uh-huh. Because I would love to hear the story from divorce to here with the through line of sexual liberation or freedom or mm. exploration because i know i know that uh polyamory is in there somewhere yeah i know that um i'm, I'm just gonna say burning man for whatever reason i feel like that's a part of <laughs> that's a part of the story freedom yeah yes. um we can talk about the consent stuff like we consent. can get there oh okay so yeah sidebar for everybody <laughs> listening Malika is such a stand and um, big proponent of of the importance of consent in every possible dynamic, yeah. um, and and why it's at the core of NYC Love House. I just want to plug that. But so we go from a marriage uh, to NYC Love House. What happens in between? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so rewind. I just want to talk about like. During my marriage, I feel like I um, really got, like, over time, I started to be like, oh, wait, I wouldn't choose this. Like, my mm-hmm. husband was very, uh, op- um, just someone who would speak into, like, this is the type of woman that you marry, and oh. this is the type of woman that you would disrespect. <laughs> you know, oh. like, oh, you see how she, you yeah, know, is yeah. wearing these short clothes, or like, oh, I'm oh, your friend is probably out there in the street. And I would be like, I, I feel like in the moment, there was moments where I did take on like a pick-me role, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at her. That's why I have a man, you know, whatever that, see, mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I was like a society, like, like society trained me. Like I was raised by dad yeah. and then I was with this sexist, misogynist uh-huh, person uh-huh. and I was young. So yes. it was like grooming me to like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do yeah. to like have a husband uh-huh. or whatever. But then over the years it was like, but she looks like she's having fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I want to be her or like, or yeah, like, yeah. or like it's more complicated. That It's not black and white. Like yeah. just because someone is sexually free doesn't mean that they are like, whatever yeah. or whatever it is that he was saying like this is bad and this is good yes, and yes. so um he ended up cheating on me and uh he was like cheating there was like a lot of that last year we were together it was a whole bunch of things so mm-hmm. i don't even want to like pinpoint it to the cheating yeah it was just a lot of things like things coming to a head it was like it was like the universe saying like you can't ignore this one like, here's another <laughs> thing you can't ignore this you can't ignore that uh-huh, you know and uh-huh. it was just like i was already like done from the big first thing and that was like all these things happening mm-hmm. and instead of like him cheating was like for me i felt relief it was like oh mm-hmm. i can leave now <laughs> but no but also it was like oh this is what we doing <laughs> like, like like i felt like oh we could cheat we, we could cheat we could be with other people you know and i didn't even acknowledge it when he cheated i would i just started cheating i went on to I went on a, a site. It was the it was a sign from the universe, like like Tyra Banks show was on, uh-huh. and that you know when they were talking about Ashley Madison or something. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was like, it was like he cheated, and then the next day that show came on. I was like, 
I should go on that site. <laughs> the site, or what? I don't want to promote their site. I don't right. know nothing about their, you know. Yeah. But basically, I did that. That was like, but the the experience was, um, it wasn't something that I felt shame about. It was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you you supposed to have more of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt like, like walls crumbling down, and just like, oh yeah, this is this is what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it wasn't specific to this human being, mm-hmm. but it felt like, that was also me feeling like, it was the first time of feeling like this energy of healing through sex. Mm. Like the sex was like a session. Healing, <laughs> I'm writing this down. Healing through sex. Yeah, it was like a, it, you know, and it's bigger than the human that I was with. Like I don't even remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> But it was just like a release Mm -hmm. and it was just like all these different things that was like, it felt like a healing session. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, yeah. So that, so shortly after, I don't know exactly when or how, but basically I was like, okay, I think I'm going to like leave you now. (laughs) Like I sold my (laughs) ring, I moved out. And when I moved out, it was like very clear that I was like, I have a sexual bucket list. (laughs) I'm writing the sexual bucket list. Of all the things that I was repressing, because I had actually lost my, even though I don't like this virginity, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm having quotation marks right now. Like, I lost my virginity to my husband, but really, in hindsight, you know, sex is not just penis and vagina sex, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, if we're thinking about, like, yeah, I was, you know, I did fingering and other things Uh as a little, you know, young Malika was out here. But it, I had held it so, like, you yes, know, like, yes. oh, my God, I lost my virginity, my husband. Uh-huh. He's the only one, and I'm a good girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the things they teach you is, like, so important. And then it was like, oh, but there's, like, all, it's not black and white. Like, there's all these colors. Mm-hmm. And there's not good and bad. There's, like, uh, if this is good, if this is bad, I don't want to be right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, if this bad give me all of this <laughs> so it was like bring on you know and people would call it like a hoe phase but it wasn't a hoe phase because i'm still that <laughs> you know like it is you know i was letting down like layers i was taking off chains of like everything that they said that you're not supposed to do mm-hmm. and i was like i'm following my pleasure yes yes following you know i am what does what does what what does my body want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, um, you know, made a sexual bucket list, and I would like I would be dating, and I would I was like I feel like there's an underground New York party scene. <laughs> like I feel like I saw something on Real Sex, and I'm oh. gonna find out about this. <laughs> so I would like dig in on Craigslist or like whatever. Found out about little parties, and I would go to little play parties, little play meaning sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would go to little sex parties and have, over time, I would have a lot of awkward experiences, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of like, you know, which brings me to like why I create sex parties that's like full of all the things that, like these sex parties, some of them was a lot of consent violations, a lot of, but I was still like, okay, that was awkward, but I think I'm going to go back. go like three times a year you know and it would be like but I was like even the 
the feeling of dressing sexy around mm. strangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, like to be able to like acknowledge myself as a sexual being mm. and to just sit in that. Like even mm-hmm. if the night, like it was so many, like the guy I want, he got stank breath. The guy, <laughs> the guy didn't want me. I don't want him. Yeah, like all yeah. these different little like awkward or like, you know, the woman I want to be with is like a little too aggressive or like mm-hmm. I'm not really, it's not, all, the, all this like, oh, this is going to be like this. It wasn't like yeah. that. <laughs> but I was still called to be like, I think I'm going to do that again. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> It was just like a calling of like, oh, it's like, I want to be with the free freak people, yeah. you know? I want to be around, you know, people who are like not ashamed around them being hoes <laughs> and being <laughs> sexual beings. Yes, yes. So, and it, I feel like it became my king. Like, everything my husband wouldn't want me to do. I'm a dirty fucking slut. Mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> it's like, hmm. <laughs> the dirtier the better. Yes. <laughs> not actually dirty, but you know, like, yes, yes. Yes, Come yes. all over my face. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Cover your ears. <laughs> um, but like, you know, it, but in, so that was aside from that, that there was like this sexual liberation thing happening. Mm-hmm. And then there was also just me enjoying the dance of dating. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, like, I think you referenced in one of your things, it was like, Dating for the sake of meeting new people. Like, that's it. Like, I just enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's no, uh, you know, like, I'm meeting you to, like, meet, uh, to see where this goes, I mean, to, like, see if we're gonna get together. It was like, yeah. no, I just like meeting you. Like, yeah. can we just do this? Yes, you know? Yeah. Where I'm trying, there was no, like, I'm trying to find the one. There yeah. was just like, I love who I am with this person. Uh-huh. I love when, I love this, you know, like, the variety of it all. Yes. I was like really enjoying that. And simultaneously, I feel like I came across the word like polyamory somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, this brings a level of like, cause I don't want this to stop. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want it to just be like, oh, this was just a one time thing. I want to keep dating and I want everyone to know that I'm dating these people. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> I want to do it in the most ethical way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the closet. Like, yeah. I was never, I'm like, I don't want to like be like, oh, uh, I'm just doing this temperate. No, this is me now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was so like wanting to figure out language to be around people who date all the time or like who meet other people and, mm-hmm. and also it not just be a, step to something else but it just be like this is what i'm doing (laughs) like there's no like because i met you now i have to suppress my Mm -hmm. longing to like explore something uh romantic with someone else yeah yeah. like if i want to explore something romantic with someone else i can and i can also keep doing that with you right and you can and and you can like please be free (laughs) because i don't want to be everything you know (laughs) Like, please have people pour into you, mm-hmm. and and you have your people, and mm-hmm. when are we meeting up? On Thursday? Great. I don't, I don't care what you did on Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, if you want to share with me, yeah. great. If that inspires you, wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I just want to know, are we going to have an amazing Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's basically what kind of brought me into, like, uh, just feeling like it wasn't just about sex. It was about, like, 
I get to have the freedom. Let's have a foundation of freedom in every mm. relationship that I'm in. Foundation of freedom, right? Like there's there. Let's just start with the freest box, because like like coming from such an enclosed box. Like yes. my husband was like, you can't even flirt with other people. Like like mm. I felt shame around like complimenting somebody. Mm. <laughs> you know, like wow. yeah, there was like a lot of like I would hear his like jealousy around like oh you know I remember complimenting somebody like okay come on muscles mm-hmm. you know? and he and I heard about it for a week oh like oh you're not supposed to do this oh. you're a wife you're not, blah, blah. you know like, I disrespect it I was just like okay I came from like the tightest box ever uh-huh. to like now I'm like oh that's never gonna happen again like there is no box <laughs> there is like no let's box. just be free yeah. from the beginning you know, and and if my my life happens to look like it's monogamous, it, or if I happen like if I happen to look like I'm single or whatever, or I mm-hmm. happen to just be with one person, there's still a foundation of like if you love other people, love them, mm-hmm. like be you know like let them love you yeah. and and vice versa because I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just it. know that like yeah. this may look like we are together, but I mean we are together, but just know that. In the future, if I choose to explore something with someone else, I will always let them know about my people. Like, <laughs> I will do it in the most integrity, like, way that is most ethical, but just know that I will explore that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that that was a little bit of just, like, me, like, getting out of the box mm-hmm. of it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing, the biggest mantra that I got from the first, the, the marriage, I've only been married once, but I've had two major relationships with one, my child's father and two, cause I have a relationship that I had a child after I got divorced and my child's father. So, I mean, and my husband, my ex-husband, my ex-husband, I, the mantra that I have is like, my love life is not a community service project <laughs> mm. because I feel like I was taking on a lot of like, there was a lot of codependency in that relationship and it was a lot of like, me trying to save him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was like one it felt like it was a sign from God one day and it was like you know you can still love him but you don't have to be with him mm-hmm. like you know he's still on earth right yeah. like <laughs> it's okay because I had really had this like attachment of like we're each other's family mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know like I'm all he has or whatever and I was just like but you know, like, you don't have to be living with him now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know you got cousins that's your family that's in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to be with him. Like, he's on he's on Earth. Yeah. You can still be, like, a, you know, a person in the world that loves him mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be with him. Yeah. <laughs> it was such an epiphany. Yes. So we did go through a period of not talking for a while because I needed to heal and go through my own process. But, like, fast forward 10 years later... You know, he's someone in the world that, you know, like maybe three times a year, two times a year, we connect for lunch, you know, or mm. connect over the phone and it's very nostalgic and mm. we genuinely have like, a, I hope, I wish well for you, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I love all of that. Um, and it seems like a one for one, like the box and there is no box. <laughs> Like, the way that you said you were primed for this relationship, you were primed for this freedom. You were primed for this freedom. I ain't never going back. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to, to witness and watch and, like, 
at first I was like skeptical, like, is she this free? Like, is it possible to be this free? You know, from the cage, like, um, look at her out there doing this thing. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, you live and breathe it. And I can say that it's really, it's nice to be in proximity to it. Yeah. And it rubs off. Because I'm like, yep, I'm free. <laughs> I'm over here using like things I've heard from you. Yes. Like what is my like what is my my time and my body are mine. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> I started a whole conversation when I meet people, like just letting people know, you know, that I don't belong to them. Mm-hmm. I belong to me and they belong to themselves. Mm-hmm. And we can experience each other. Mm-hmm. This could be a long walk or a short walk. A short walk, like mom dots, like we're all just walking each other home. Yeah. You know, so like this could be long walk, short walk, but just know that you belong to yourself. Mm-hmm. I belong to myself. My body is my body. I do with my pussy with what I want to do with it. Mm-hmm. I do with my body with what I want to do with it. Like, and also my time. Yes. So like knowing that like I, if I want to share with you because I'm inspired to share and I feel like this is going to like bring us together because you're my friend and mm-hmm. I want to share what I did the other days, I could, but just know I don't have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this, this entitlement thing yeah. gets to be busted up because I feel like with traditional love, it's like, oh, I love you. So now I'm entitled to all this shit. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. Let's just not. <laughs> let's let's start out with, like, whatever you've learned about what it means to love me. Mm-hmm. Let's just bust that up yeah. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I even go as far as going, like, when we're not together, like, assume I'm living my best life. <laughs> I could be at home, like, clipping my toenails. <laughs> like, like, sit. With that when we are not together, I love other people. Mm-hmm. They love on me. Mm-hmm. I do amazing things with the other people that I love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I and I do things for them and vice versa. Just like assume that when we are not together, I assume I'm fucking. <laughs> assume I'm being loved on. Yeah, yeah. So like sit with that and if that is an issue, mm-hmm. then you may not want to choose me. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, that's and nice. I want you to be loved upon and mm-hmm. like go get full. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Are you free on Saturday? <laughs> you know, like now I just want to know like what are we doing together? Yeah. I don't want to like suppress or stop what you're being loved. And I just feel like my life, my marriage was just full of so much of like control. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, I'm not even here to be like he was a bad person. It's more about like how he was socialized. Too. Right, right. You know, so it was just like, and I was like an easy, like, okay, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Like, yeah. I wasn't like, you know, it was no one at fault. It just what it was. At the time, yeah. And it was an experience. And it was like, oh, yeah. And when I left, it was like, oh, yeah, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So you have, you found freedom. Yeah. Um, and uh, going back to like my Love Life is Not a Community Service Project. I I appreciate the you know the pep talk in the beginning like here you should know these things just up front just mm-hmm. so you are clear that yeah. this is what you're walking into so there's no right. like surprises later 
this is what it is. I start at the freest. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I do, I host parties, right? I host play parties now. And it's my curated parties that I love. Mm-hmm. So literally, my life can be like a orgy on a Saturday, you yeah. know, and then back into mommy mode. or whatever. So I do, when in relationships, I do start out with like, this is a snapshot of my life. Yes, yes. That this is how it can be. Mm-hmm. And and so that everybody, and that goes into consent. Like, yes. So like, <laughs> you have all the information mm-hmm. that you need. Mm-hmm. To make the choices that work for you. Informed consent. Right. Informed decisions. Yeah. So Uh let's start out. Like, I work in sex work. Uh You know, I create sexual erotic experiences Mm -hmm. that bring me so much joy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that I'm grateful that I get to, you know, bring other, bring this healing modality to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, So just know that that's what I do, Mm -hmm. you know, and like really a snapshot is like how that actually can look. Yeah. And I do give people like my health report, you know, Mm -hmm. these are things that I'm like, here, this is all the information that you need. Yeah. But what we ain't going to (laughs) do is tell me what I cannot do Mm -hmm. with my time and my body. Mm. You know what I mean? That's not. Just laser accurate, laser focused, (laughs) like clear, concise. Here are the facts. All right. So NYC Love House curated sexual experiences (laughs) and healing. Um, You can talk about it, but I'm going to say a little blurb, okay, about my experience um, that I, I appreciate that you are creating a profoundly safe experience and space for black people of color, non-binary, like LGBTQ, like everybody mm. is, it's safe to come here and be free yes. from, from even before you walk in the door, you, you know, you learn about, um, consent, you learn about where there are, there's no home, like there's, there's, almost commandments like there's agreements I'm sorry there are agreements before you come in the door that you have mm-hmm. to um, agree to mm-hmm. and then the agreements are on the door when you walk in it's in the bathroom when in the back like just as a refresher <laughs> if you need to know again this is not the place for fuck shit mm-hmm. um, so yes and then being in the space you literally feel safe like I can talk about the the time that we played spin the bottle Mm. It's a very unique spin the bottle because every like all the identities are there. Like you yes. can have the the queer, the man, like the um, homosexuals, the, everything, right? But everyone's still playing, mm-hmm. and and hetero hetero people are here too. Like hello, <laughs> <laughs> not hello is in me, but like hello is like there are a lot of them. <laughs> so in the spin the bottle game, the person who spins spins it obviously, and then whoever it lands on, that person can tell the spinner what they're comfortable with doing. So if the person wants, you know, the spinner to like rub your face in my boobs for three seconds, <laughs> or if the person wants the spinner to just give them him or her a uh, uh, fist bump, like whatever the thing is, it is on the choice of the one it lands on. Mm-hmm. And that's just an example of like, it doesn't have to go a certain way here. We talk about that's an example of a game that we talk about negotiation and we talk about consent. Mm. 
and like let's talk about it before we do any escalation Hello. So, like, just because it landed on you, like, we now have to talk about what our boundaries are. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just a fun game before a play party so that we can, one, connect with each other. We also get to create, um, get to talk about what our pronouns are. We get mm-hmm. to see each other, acknowledge everyone, mm-hmm. and then get very comfortable about saying no, yeah. saying yes. Yeah. And, like, discussing what your boundaries are. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I really appreciate what you've done. And then I'm watching other people get free or be free or like see the relief that they have from with their experience here. Um, it's a and people keep mm. coming back. Like it's a it's a beautiful thing, mm. specifically for uh, black and brown folks to mm. to come and feel safe and uh, all the things. So NYC Love House. What type of <laughs> For folks who don't know, what type of events do you have here? (laughs) All right, cool. So I want to say that NYC Love House started out as a yoga studio. Like it was called Peace Place Brooklyn. And I hosted uh, yoga events here, uh, yoga classes, because I'm a yoga teacher. (laughs) And, And then, but I was at the same time still going to like play parties and experiencing play parties and like really seeing like a need to have a play party that, for me, feels safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also that acknowledges that there are more than just heterosexual people here. Like, mm-hmm. every if this is about sexual freedom, then why are we not feeling like... I mean, why is it... Why is the audience not mixed? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why do I only see heterosexual sex? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I feel like... And it's because it's, it hasn't been a lot of safe environments. So... From that, I was like, I have the space I can create, you know, my own experience. And I, I, I pre-pandemic, I did a few parties and then I stopped. Everything went to a halt. Mm-hmm. And then I've just started back about four months ago um, doing this event called Sex Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, NYC Love House, I, I started out with saying it's a yoga studio, but it is a place that is all about all wellness modalities. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually want to, like... Um, align with other facilitators and like mm-hmm. come see the space if you have a wellness uh, workshop you mm-hmm. want to do like because I feel like from my divorce I was like in the seeking space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like give me everything like what well, we got sound bowls <laughs> <laughs> I definitely still go to therapy and I'm just like a student mm-hmm. of like how can I heal and yeah. how can we get healing and with that there's some things that I learned, and mm-hmm. so there's things that I facilitate, and there's things that I'm also a student at, and this is a space of healing, and what I feel is missing in some of the wellness studios is an acknowledgement of us being sexual beings, mm-hmm. because that mm-hmm. was such a big part of my healing journey, mm-hmm. like having certain sex sessions that feel like such a release and such an affirmation of you are sexy. Mm-hmm. You are worthy. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily this person, but like, <laughs> like just in general, like we yeah. are taking care of each other's bodies mm-hmm. in that moment. Um, we are being present to, you know, everyone. Like we are caring for each other. We are supporting ourselves in our stress relief. It, mm-hmm. it becomes like a prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it becomes very sacred. And yeah. so... I felt like in some of these wellness things, I felt like there was no acknowledgement of us being sexual beings. And mm-hmm. so so NYC Love House is a space of wellness that also brings erotic events to the table. Mm-hmm. We have, um, I have a, a support person, her name is 
Faye, and she's been adding a lot of BDSM events here. Mm-hmm. So we bring BDSM, polyamory, and also uh, just erotic events. Um, but the basis is consent. Mm-hmm. So before I did any of the play parties, I used to host a cuddle party here every month. Mm-hmm. And cuddle party, oh, cuddle party acknowledges touch as a basic need mm-hmm. aside from sex. So like it's all these different things that people do that we attach shame to like oh my god i need touch but you need touch (laughs) you know or like i need sex like Mm -hmm. to be able to admit that in a space and go yes Mm -hmm. i need sex too Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know um so that's that's cuddle cuddle party talks about touch and it not having to do with sex but touch as a basic need but the basis of cuddle party before that is our consent workshop yeah and that was for me the foundation of this whole space mm-hmm. because the first time I took a consent workshop, I thought about all the times I said yes mm-hmm. and I was a maybe mm-hmm. or a no. Mm-hmm. And some of those times was during my marriage. A yeah. lot of those times were during my marriage. Yeah. Feeling like obligated to go through these duties mm-hmm. and not really feeling it in my body. Yeah. Um, so it has become a passion for me to... Um, really express how important consent is like even the subtle versions because people think that just because they didn't grab someone's uh genitals they didn't violate consent Mm -hmm. you know like so like even like knowing that when you go into a play party or anything or if you're facilitating a yoga class and you touch someone's arm you oh i just talk with my hands okay well back up Because you're creating exactly the opposite of what you want, what you wanted to create. Like mm-hmm. you're creating now, you wanted to create connection, and now I'm feeling very tense. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling not so safe. I'm feeling like you touched me without asking, and mm-hmm. now I don't want to have my ass in the air downstairs. <laughs> like you know, I don't want to feel free. I don't feel free now. Yes, yes. So I just felt like in going to some of these play parties over the years, I felt like consent was a, a thing that wasn't. Uh, stressed enough Mm. so this space is it is very much stressed and also we do consent workshops with uh we align it with cuddle party so i i really like think that everyone should take uh, a consent workshop um so that way you can also practice saying yes practice saying no and like really really those consent workshops gave me a lot of power Mm -hmm. and it also affected every area of my life yeah like, I, I bring consent into my polyamorous relationships. I bring consent into everything. Mm-hmm. My daughter's like, I didn't give you consent. <laughs> you know, because, you know, it's really about, like, how can... It's directly aligned to feeling free. Yes. You yes. know, it directly is married to when you feel like someone respects your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Or at least... Um, are, is like constantly checking in like mm-hmm. are you okay with that yeah. you know can we it's also sexy like I feel like I want to spell that out <laughs> like you know can we move to the you know is it okay if I do this yeah. is it okay if I do that like really like oh, not alright a siren went by so um, just had to cut that little short just a little bit um, as you were saying consent is sexy yeah <laughs> consent is so sexy and I think that 
um, with traditional play parties, if it's not breaking broken down, people just think that because they didn't do something major, they mm-hmm. followed consent. And mm-hmm. consent is also about acknowledging your power too. Like if you are a male-bodied person mm. in this world, uh-huh. you have power, physical power, right? So then there's also if you are if you're dealing with someone who's neurodivergent. Mm-hmm. You have to also pay attention to body language. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they are freezing. Yeah. You know, maybe they feel it's hard to say no to you. And yes. they're just like uh, going along with it. But everything in their body and face says no. Mm-hmm. So instead of just like listening to your body and that, if you're the person who's the asker, yeah. you're not mm-hmm. going to be just like, you're going to check in. Mm-hmm. You're going to like, you can never ask enough. Mm-hmm. That's when it becomes sexy. Like, are you sure you're okay with this? Mm-hmm. You know? Would you, can we, you know, keep going? Yeah. Are you okay? You mm-hmm. know, like asking every time you escalate is yeah. something that you want to do. So those are things that we talk about uh, in the consent workshop that I'll be putting out there. Um, <laughs> and check out check it out on my, my Instagram, NYC Love House. It'll be posted soon. But also we thoroughly talk about it uh, in the hour workshop before my Cuddle Puddle gathering. Mm-hmm. So whenever, and that'll be happening every month. So if you want to hear it in person, come to the Cuddle Puddle Gathering Mm -hmm. and that's, uh, we thoroughly talk about consent. It's just the foundation of this space. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's important for you people to feel safe. Yeah. And And with that. (laughs) Yeah, go on. (laughs) There's... With feeling safe, there's also it's important. Like if we talk about freedom, then I'm talking about freedom for everybody. Everybody. Okay, everybody. <laughs> and that means that, you know, this space so so going back to the agreements, the biggest agreements is consent. The other agreement is that this is a queer affirming uh space. There's no space for transphobia, homophobia, biphobia, anything. Mm-hmm. So um if I even sense it feel it they gotta go Mm -hmm. um because this is a space for everyone to be like i know that when i first started going to play parties it was like it was about a curiosity yeah it was like what is this you know like i had no clue what i wanted i had some idea of some things that i wanted to happen Mm -hmm. but even that it started to grow, yeah. you know, or it's like with me being a voyeur, I started to be like, I think I want to do more. Yeah. Like you're in such a self discovery mm-hmm. when you come to an erotic event or a mm-hmm. play party. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I want to have safety for people who are not just femmes or women to express like, let's say they're like newly, like they're heteroflexible or they thought about, cause my queer origin story started after my divorce. Mm. I was like, I feel like I've always liked women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it was just in my head or is it in, is it in real life, yeah. you know? So like to be able to go to a play party and go, I would love to possibly, you know, uh, connect with someone that I normally wouldn't connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the space that I want to create and for it to be safe for men to do that, for it to be safe for anyone to do that of any gender Mm -hmm. and for people to acknowledge people's uh, pronouns, for people to feel seen and not feel like, oh, this is a space that I have to hide a part of me. Yeah. 
Like, that just kind of breaks my heart. It's like, when I think of play parties, I'm like, oh, this is a space where people get to be free. And then to, like, know that sometimes people don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, absolutely not. not that cannot watch. happen here. Like, yeah. that is about everyone feeling free. And I feel like over time I've gotten, especially some men, you know, who after some play parties have, like, came up and thanked me. And it made mm-hmm. me very emotional like, oh my God, I never felt like I could do that here. Mm-hmm. And I did that, yeah. you know, whatever. And of course, we have no play zone. So that's where all the talking happens, yeah. all the negotiating happens, mm-hmm. all the, like, let's talk about it. Let's, yeah. you know, yeah. discuss boundaries. Let's discuss what was your last, you know, test result, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like, y'all adults, y'all talk amongst yourselves <laughs> in all of the areas that are not uh, about sex, that's important to me too, is to have a no play zone. Mm-hmm. So the backyard or the, the front room is a no play zone so that it's like, can I just breathe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I just sit? No, like, no pressure to like, do anything. I don't want to, you don't have to do, you can sit in that room the whole time. Uh-huh. You can sit in the backyard the whole time. Yeah. And just like, I just want to chat. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't ever have to even see sex. Uh-huh. You can be in the backyard, you can be in the living room, and like, I don't even want to see it, I just want to be here, Mm -hmm. and just being here could be just a big old breakthrough for Mm -hmm. you, especially Mm -hmm. around also body positivity, like, or body neutrality, Mm. like, I I make it a point to go, oh my God, you know, like, your body is beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know, and also just, like, really having people feel free, like, oh my God, like, maybe just being here, like, Mm -hmm. I am here, Yeah, is such a big thing, for me it was. I can imagine, like, like buying the ticket to come. Yeah, that's a that's a big hurdle. The transformation starts. Yes, <laughs> you bought the ticket. Yes. Yeah, and, and you know you that you up. are your no is safe. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. to know that you can go somewhere and just like I really just want to watch. Yeah, and 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 also that I encourage you to listen to your intuition and listen to your body and then get consent around that and 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 explore and see. And if you are a full, enthusiastic yes, mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, talk and, and ask for what you desire, yeah. you know? And also the people who are being asked feel comfortable to say absolutely no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, in our cuddle puddle gathering, we talk when someone says no, we say, thank you for taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? It's important for you to take that no. It's not like a rejection for yeah. you. They are just, ta- we're all collectively taking care of ourselves at this party. Mm-hmm. And we are like, we get to be each other's cheerleaders in that. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you yeah. get to take care of yourself. I love the framing of that. Yeah, we're all co creating this experience and it's sacred. And that's why I call it Sex Church. Mm. Yeah, and I want to shout out <laughs> my shout out um, my grandma, you know, who had a church in her living room, and this is like for me, I've kind of like put it together, like this is in some way like an extension of that that mm-hmm. healing work, because mm-hmm. um, she just accepted everybody, in, yeah. you know. Yeah. So like this space is about you know like everybody getting to be here, and well, I want to say. M- all black people. <laughs> okay. Wait, so wait. With Cuddle Puddle Gathering, everybody can come. Uh-huh. Okay. With the play parties, black people can come. People of color can come. 
and white people can come as a guest of black people or POC. Mm -hmm. So it's very black centered, the play parties. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's for a reason, because there's a lot of, you know, other, this is New York. Like there's something for everybody, right? So this space is black centered when it comes to the erotic events. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank thank you for that. Um, (laughs) I love the the note about um, like self consent or like Mm. self general, like, I have to check in with myself to get consent from me oh. to know if, like this is what I actually want to do. Check in. Yeah, just check so in. my check in with myself. The check in with myself part. Woo! <laughs> that I feel like with yoga teacher training, I feel like we do this like with all the yoga classes. Let's say you take a bunch of yoga classes. You remember, you go. Let's stop for a moment and scan your body. Mm-hmm. Just do a scan with no judgment. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath and check in mm-hmm. where it might have some more tension. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just like doing a scan. You're just mm-hmm. checking in. Mm-hmm. And I take that check in and I move. That's another thing I take and move all over my life. Yeah. Right. So in all in the, all polyamorous relationships and all like in the middle of sex, I'm like, is this still working? <laughs> like, you know what? OK, I think we need to stop now. Yeah. And like knowing you have permission to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is no longer working for me. Yeah. And to be able to use your voice and and say, you know, this doesn't work. I'm going to now remove myself for a moment Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) until I think about what I do want to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, with no judgment, Mm -hmm, like, just mm -hmm. check in. Check, I check in with myself first and often. Yeah. That's like a motto for me after the divorce, after uh, the other (laughs) major relationship breakup. Those are things that I learned to do. Mm-hmm. Just check in with myself. Mm-hmm. Often. That feels good. feels good in my heart. <laughs> um, the last I, oh, uh, yeah. I am my primary partner. So I think mm-hmm. of myself like I have a whole ass conversation with myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what me being solo poly. Like, yeah. I think of myself as I'm my primary partner. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how are you feeling? Did, is, was that okay? Like, are you feeling cared for? Is, yes. Do you choose this? Yeah. Like, I have a whole conversation with myself. Like, this is, I am my primary partner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I check in with myself. So that goes along with that. Yes. Here for it. She's full of gems. <laughs> full of gems. Um, I appreciate that. All right. Can you briefly um, maybe talk about, we're still on consent because it's mm-hmm. so huge. Um, in in your, you know, taking workshops and things, you've picked up this acronym uh, mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. consent. And can you talk about the acronym and, you know, yeah, just talk about the acronym. Yeah, so the acronym comes from Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. and it's the FRIES model, and I just thought it was really amazing. Um, so FRIES, it has to be, a consent has to be freely given, um, so it has to be not coerced. Mm. Um, the, the R is reversible, so you can change your mind. You are encouraged <laughs> to change your mind here. Mm-hmm. So that means in the moment, you're dealing with the present. And maybe you was a yes 20 minutes ago, five mm-hmm. seconds ago. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, hmm, I did a check-in. You know what? I'm a no now. Yeah. I'm going to change my mind. Mm-hmm. And that is reversible. Consent is reversible always. It is informed. So the I stands for informed. Informed just means that you have all the information that you need mm-hmm. 
to make the choices that you need to make. And if you didn't have, if someone left out a whole ass thing, you know, you deal with, even with dating, right? It's not even just about sex. Like, you didn't tell me that you, or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. And you're like, well, how, I would not have chosen you if I knew this, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So that means that that is like, not giving you consent you know you don't have your you didn't give the person the opportunity to choose Mm -hmm. so you have to give people all the information that they need in order to the pertinent information so that when they're choosing this they are it's they're really here with you Mm -hmm. um enthusiastic they're actually changing this a little bit so enthusiastic the E stands for enthusiastic, and it just means, am I a, a full body yes? <laughs> you know, or, you know, that means if I'm a full body yes, or if I'm really, you feel it all over, you're like, you could tell that someone is a yes, mm-hmm. then that means that they're a yes. If yeah. you don't get that, then you need to, it doesn't mean it's, it means that you, that's when you ask some more questions. Mm-hmm. So the E also can stand for engaged, because some people will never be enthusiastic. Right. You know, let's say also for, uh, Let's say if it's a set work, a sex work, uh, sex working thing that you're getting paid to do, like I'm getting paid mm. to be flogged by this top mm-hmm. dom. Maybe the dom isn't going to be enthusiastic, but she agreed to, or they agreed to this thing that yeah. they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So you may not get like this, yes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but so the E can also stand for en- engaged. Yes. Um, and with that, it just means that you are very clear. Mm-hmm. It's a, there's a clarity of like, I'm very clear that I'm doing it's this. Uh-huh. And that can come from asking a bunch of questions and making sure that you've really followed up. And the S is specific. So we'll do that. When, and when we do a little game, the spin the bottle game at the thing, we talk about being specific. So like mm-hmm. someone may be like, okay. You, I'll let you, you know, uh, kiss me anywhere above my waist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cause you cute. You could do that, <laughs> right? Let's say it spins on the person and the person tells them that that's what they could do. The person who's about to do something has to also like, okay, so do you mean that I can kiss you on your neck? Mm-hmm. Or I'm about to kiss you on your neck. Are you okay with that? Yeah. I'm going to kiss you on your neck and I'm going to use my tongue. Mm-hmm. Is Are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, getting, like, let's break this down <laughs> on what we're actually saying yes to. Yes, yes. Um, and if you are not clear, let's just ask some follow-up exp- uh, questions so that we can get very clear and specific. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, someone would be like, I, I gave you permission to give me a hug. I didn't ask you to, like, have yeah. your hand stroll down to yes. my butt. Yes, <laughs> you know yes, I mean? yes. Like, so a hug, you know, like, being clear yes. around that. Mm-hmm. Um so that's the Fry's model, and that is uh, originated from Planned Parenthood, and we talk about that in the consent workshop. Mm-hmm. I just wanted that in this podcast episode. Thank yeah, you very much. <laughs> it's so important. It's so important. Um, I love that you said earlier about like your no is safe here, and I don't know if you need a tagline, but like I feel like that's yeah. <laughs> your yes is safe here, yeah, and so is your no, like equally right safe in this space. And also being able to say it, but even if you can't say it, walk away, mm-hmm. you know, wave over someone with a, a tassel. We have consent monitors and dungeon masters, like they will make sure that you are safe or you are, you know, they will see you and mm-hmm. like come talk to you, you yeah, know, like, yeah. uh, so people are being watched. <laughs> <laughs> 
everyone's safety. Yeah, for everyone's safety. And yeah. it's important um, that you are only doing what you want to do. And that's also coming from your own check-in, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's coming from you being able to so express and mm-hmm. like honor yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really want to do this. Yeah. I think I just want to sit in the living room. Mm-hmm. And that goes for at a cuddle uh, gathering also. Mm-hmm. I came here. <laughs> I think that's what I did my first party. I came here. I came to the party to be like, I'm going to hug everyone. <laughs> I'm a hippie, like uh, everything. All oh, people need hugs. I'm, I thought it was like community service. Like I'm gonna come and support all the people, the lonely people who need some hugs. After that consent workshop, I was like, I don't want to touch anyone. Mm-hmm. I need a moment. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you can do also at a cuddle party. Is like just mm-hmm. sit and chat, mm-hmm. you know, like or just not chat or yeah. sit and journal or. Just be in the space mm-hmm. and be a witness to other people and just take in the experience. You don't ever have to do anything you don't want to do. You don't have to touch or be touched yes. in this space. Mm-hmm. That is important. So your no is safe here. Your no is safe. <laughs> I love, love, love. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thank you for sharing so much. Right. Um, I, I feel like we, we started at divorce and then we came over here, but like this is the good stuff too. Um, I hope the people listening have gotten something um, from this. I know I do. I did in this conversation and I do anytime I talk to Malika. Um, so I asked my guests to finish the sentence. Well, pause. Let's go back. So, I do appreciate you being here. I do want you to plug your... I think you already did this before, but mm-hmm. like people can find you on mostly Instagram. Correct? Instagram at NYC Love House, okay. mostly, for now. Yeah. Most of the things are there, and yeah. there's a link tree to figure out what else is happening as well. Like, that's the base, though. That's where you start. Yes. All right, so... Um, Thanks again for coming on the show. I'm going to say it a thousand times, but thank you. (laughs) Um, I asked most, if not all of my guests, to complete the sentence. Thanks, divorce, for X, Y, Z. And you, what is your your version? Thanks, divorce, for allowing me to be free. Mm. Yeah, to to fully embrace my freedom. Mm -hmm. And that that freedom is... Free, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that freedom has a far reach, yeah. wide, and, and through space and time. Um, yeah. Uh, and you exude that just in your personality, in the way that you have, you know, conversations or the events you hold. Like it, you just ooze freedom from your being, yes. and also encourage <laughs> that with people who come in contact with you. Um, so thank you for you and also thanks divorce thanks for that thanks I'm, I'm gonna shout out that as well because <laughs> um, I don't like if I would have met you back then it would be a different experience like completely oh, different I was a experience. whole ass pick me <laughs> <laughs> I was like this is what a good wife is supposed to do and yeah. this is what you should be doing too yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and it was so not me mm. It was so not me. And 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 uh, give thanks to those moments and those you know whatever show came on or whatever message you heard to like snap you out of that mm-hmm. um, to get you to this space now because you're also offering and giving 
freedom to other people. Like you got yeah. some and you're like, you should get some too. And you should have yeah. some and you have some. Everybody should have, like you get a car, like Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh, I want to mention I'm polyamorous. So mm-hmm. I also create meetups for polyamorous folks to meet each other. Mm-hmm. And that is just us being able to create community with each other. And like for me, I think of it as like, we hanging out with the free people. <laughs> Not that you can't be monogamous and be free also. So, but just in general, this is also a space where I do like vanilla meetups where mm-hmm. we're not necessarily being sexual. We're just like having a game night or uh-huh. we're just like out. having a discussion about mm-hmm. a polyamorous topic or mm-hmm. like how to cope with jealousy mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just meeting other people who want to talk and discuss polyamory. We yeah. should have a whole nother episode about that specifically because you have so much information and experience and gems when it comes to like polyamory. Yeah. Um, that's a whole nother episode for another day. We should record it right now. <laughs> no, but um, yes, this, this, there's a lot of information there to unpack and like delve into and, and yeah. it's, it's good stuff. Um, but that's for another time. Um, tune in next time for when Malika's back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you again for coming on the show. And thank you, you know, Golden Girls for being a friend. Yeah. Um, and I, I look forward to what what is to come because I, I feel like you're like living in your purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that. So I went to like a lot of sexual erotic events at NYC Love House and now I'm about to go back and infuse a lot of like just wellness things mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. like I want to start I'm going to be starting wellness Wednesdays yeah so that's for anybody like sometimes you just need to come to a silent meditation class mm-hmm. or we'll have like an art hour yeah where it's just like let's just paint yeah, whatever comes up <laughs> you know mm-hmm. well you know just a writing hour so yeah that's mm-hmm. important because I feel like there was these moments in my healing journey where it was just this me being work steady at a yoga studio and just cleaning some sweaty mat, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just the silence, but doing that together with someone mm. and like, or being in community mm. and like, it's okay. That's yeah. a part like grieving. Yes. It was a part of the letting go of what I thought my life was going to be mm. and like sitting in silence, but also being useful. Like I get to clean this mat. Mm. <laughs> so nice. I want to start some things at NYC Love House where there's some work study mm-hmm. here. Um, so that way we're just all like supporting each other. Community has been such a big part of my healing. Mm-hmm. It's been medicine and it's been like just just being in community, different communities. Yeah. So, so this here is a extension of that and we create community here. So what's next is just more of that. I want yeah. to do retreats. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, having wellness things, sexual uh, sexuality, also collaborating with brilliant people like you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to like come and do a workshop. Like I'm just constantly a student and mm. I'm always like, oh my God, I get to sit in someone else's class. Mm. Like I would love for people to see this as their home mm-hmm. uh, in that regard. Like I think of this space as a community space because because I also, I had a fire and the community supported me in getting this space. Like mm-hmm. I had a GoFundMe page and yeah. so I got this space and I'm just like, I want this to be a community space mm-hmm. of all the things that I get, that I'm interested in and mm-hmm. that is an extension of me and yeah. I get to learn about. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. what this space is also. NYC Love House. 
It's it's great. It's yeah, beautiful. in Bed Stuy, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's great here. The backyard's beautiful. It's the whole thing. Yeah, come repot some plants with me. <laughs> <Right>? Like <laughs> it's all it's all community. Yeah. It's all wellness. All right. Um, that's it from us. We had a great conversation. Hope you enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> we can do this all day. Yes. Um, but yes, thank you again for listening to another episode of Thanks Divorce. And I will see you next time. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Thanks Divorce Podcast and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. Thank you so much. And I will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>